0: if the series is beloved don't destroy its core equinox doodles 2023 oh all right guys <gasps> we have a we have a big issue all right you know we have we have this property that's like super cool and everyone loves it uh there's just one problem it's it's I don't think we can make it hip with the kids anymore. I don't. I don't oh. think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna strike the target demographic like we want it. Fan and crew I th- at fan HQ. Th- I think HQ. I know
1: exactly. I think I know exactly what uh what you're talking about. I know what property you're talking about. You're talking exactly. about. So you think you can fan? And need to reboot.
0: Yes, I think we need a reboot. I think we need to remove all the problematic elements. I think we need to be more positive and uplifting. So uh-huh. I think the idea so- that we need to do is we need to go to Wattpad find like the the lowest rated like you know wattpad fiction and just like raise it up you know put it on put it onto like a pedestal and make it like the no, pinnacle no, of no, all no, writing no,
1: no, no, no. no that shit sucks i have a better idea okay we reboot sergio and make him black
0: he he's
2: already black
1: I'm no, out of no, ideas.
2: No, no, no! It's me, Sam, your white friend. You know. Okay, yeah, yeah we need to reboot
0: Sam. We need to reboot Sam. <laughs> yeah, I we reboot really like Sam
1: into into Sergio when we make him black. Yeah, and you know, make him. What like, if we change basically... his
3: name to Des Burma? <laughs>
0: Des Burma. <laughs> Just burp these nuts in your mouth. Oh my god. Ah, oh, all right look <laughs> fan and crew fan and crew we yeah. i i think we have you know we've done the vibe check to see you know how how people can fan it but i feel like people need to need to know that we can we we are the truth yeah. we already know we can fan it
3: do they That's need true. to know how we fan in
0: yes i think so. fact, i think i think now we fan in I think
1: I. I also think that before we before we tell them how we fan in, there is one one more list of things we need to tell them to do. Yeah, Ooh. they can.
0: We we need to tell them how they can help us.
1: Yeah, and how's that? How's how's that? Well, Equinox Doodles.
0: If you're listening to this on a podcast medium such as iTunes or Google Podcasts, make Apple sure that you podcast. subscribe. I I don't care. Look. Just make sure you, you subscribe if you're enjoying the content. Rate those five stars if you're already liking it. Tell your friends. Tell your homies. If you're on Spotify, give us a follow. All that good jazz. It helps us boost the platform and get more people to give us more stuff to read and more stuff to talk about. And if you're enjoying this, make sure to follow us on Twitter at sytyc Fanon And also on the YouTubes where we are uploading some of our older episodes. So, oh, uh, yeah. Oh yes, do the link tree, and if you see us at any conventions, you know, say hi. We're we're not that mean. Sometimes depends on the day. Actually,
3: we're the worst people you'll ever meet.
0: It's insane. We've been doing this for what three years now.
2: Almost, Almost. we're getting there. Yeah. So if you're listening, help
1: us hit ten thousand, and then hit us help us hit a hundred thousand. Also.
0: Yeah, and we'll thank you, and we'll uh, We'll start our parasocial relationship. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll kiss you. All over.
0: Yep, very sweetly.
1: No, I mean sensually. Oh, I don't. Okay.
3: You're really right. you're really running the the speed run to get us canceled again, aren't you, Jacob?
1: No, I'm normal. <laughs> I'm normal. Shut up.
0: So, guys. I think it's time that we introduce people to uh, a new sort of segment of how we fanon because we've talked about tropes, we've talked about things in the genre, we've we sort of talked a lot mm-hmm. about fiction, but like
3: mm-hmm. we haven't
0: really like done any fanon of our own. It, you know, it's kind of weird that we're like we're the fanon crew at Fanon HQ, and we don't really have a fanon tied to our name. Like we've done fanon. Well,
3: if, we, if we do, it's usually about wildly offensive gay sex.
0: I don't know about wildly offensive on my end. It's just wild.
3: Hmm. Maybe
0: extremely erotic gay sex.
3: Yeah, let's do something not that we've done in the past. And yes, uh, what uh what 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 a, what possible things could we be talking about? I wonder. That's topical and definitely not something grifters would talk about in a topical well, I mean, way that would get viewers.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I think the, the obvious solution is, well, uh, we, we talk about the thing that is apparently getting a second season. So, have you guys heard of this weird little show called Velma? It was, it's like, they took, like, a beloved property Scooby-Doo, and they just made it into an adult comedy that just bastardizes and ruins every single one of the characters? Never heard of it.
3: Never heard yeah, of it. Yeah, me
0: neither. Yeah, me nope. neither. So, I was thinking you know as, as people do so one of those hear me out all rights what if we what if we made our own sort of like iteration oh. in the franchise yeah you see i i believe that that is our notion that we're on the right track that, yeah that when we'll, dogs are yeah.
3: screaming out yeah They're like, oh we world. love
0: scooby we love scooby so, And I actually,
3: I looked up some interesting information about this as we talk about it. So maybe I'll, I'll drop some snippets of information. Yeah. So
0: I will, I'll just sort of explain for those of you who somehow don't know what Scooby-Doo is, just sort of the core of what the original Scooby-Doo Where Are You was and uh, what you will find in most, if not all, of the uh, iterations of the series. So Scooby-Doo is an American media franchise. That was based on the element uh, animated television series launched in 1969, uh, and has continued through different media sources, whether that be you know what's new Scooby Doo or a pup named Scooby Doo or the widely beloved series of Mystery Incorporated.
1: But it's Should had a lot of Scooby Doo get a clue.
0: Yeah, it's got a lot of different like you know deviations and uh, derivative. A pup named Scooby Doo. That's, that was one of the ones that I mentioned as well as it's like that was actually like one of the ones I started watching. I, I, I used to watch Boomerang. So a lot of these mm. older series are kind of like this is what I grew up on. I was not a I was not much of a fairly odd parents kid or a Disney kid. No, no, no. I watched a whole lot of Boomerang and I loved Dexter's Laboratory and Scooby-Doo.
3: Boomerang so, is really fun.
0: Oh, yes. I love Boomerang. But yeah, so. Basically, what Scooby-Doo is is a Sat-AM cartoon series featuring the teenagers of Fred Jones, Daphne Blake, Velma Dinkley, and Shaggy Rogers, and their great Dane named Scooby-Doo, who can talk. And they solve mysteries involving supposedly supernatural creatures through a series of antics and missteps, whether that be through traps and all that stuff. And it's eventually revealed that whoever was causing the supernatural event was just a guy in a costume, and they, you know, and they say, "I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids and your stupid dog too." That sort of they, thing. Really,
3: they really like saying that last part. They, they really they like saying it. that last
0: part. It, it's part of the, it's part for the course. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like if you were born in America, like even if Scooby wasn't airing on TV, you've seen his face around, whether that be through the amazing fruit snacks, which I have yet to find anything in level of power to them. I, I'm sorry, but the Betty Crocker Scooby-Doo fruit
1: snacks are the best-tasting fruit, tasting fruit I snacks. I love the Scooby-Doo fruit snacks. I agree. They're yes. good. Um, I agree. They're also on,
3: like... supremely high quality.
0: Yeah, exactly. And there's also the Scooby-Doo Cheez-Its and Scooby-Doo... You know, the Scooby snacks, which are just graham crackers that are, like, shaped like bones. And they're really yummy. But, like, Scooby-Doo is kind of, like, a part of the American pop culture that you know americana it's like it, it's it's american it's one of our like beloved pop culture shows it's been around i mean for decades now like it's it's a very beloved series and again mm-hmm. we've as we have said it's gone through many different iterations and uh some are definitely a lot better than others but it's each one has their their strengths and weaknesses whether that be you know even if it's like just like on the art side of things cuz well, you know, I'm not big on Velma. I can still say that, like, the show is visually appealing to me, at the least. So it it has that, but
3: I I, I can give it some props for not being totally co- cookie cutter, copy paste visual style.
0: Yeah, I'll give it props there. But you know, there's a lot of different pros and cons to each one. You know, whether it be something that's like super innovative that you know is a Seems like a very logical step for the series with like Mystery Incorporated, which I binged in its entirety during the month of October and loved it. Uh, Or, you know, it plays it more safe and just brings things up to a modern lens like, you know, what's new Scooby-Doo? So there's a lot of different ways to sort of take this. They have a lot of games. They have a lot of books like there's a lot to the Scooby-Doo franchise. So with that being said. I think, you know, Matt, you have, you said you had some facts. You want to you wanna share some facts about Scoobert?
3: Oh, well, uh, not just Scoobert, but Velma specifically. But I, I found this interesting with Velma. One, the second season had apparently, well, likely been confirmed or set in stone before the series had even aired. Yeah. The scary part is there may now be a third season from people hate watching the first season so much. Stop watching it if you don't like it. It's very
0: um, uh, can... it's very hard because uh, a lot of the a lot of the like feedback from that is that uh, HBO did a mass purge. I'm not sure if you saw that that there was a there was a mass purge of a lot of content, most of which was animation. Uh, oh, I lost yeah. my favorite series that was on HBO, which is Infinity Train. God rest its soul.
1: But uh, there, a lot of people are TV sort of fact in it but yeah go ahead share it spit it did you know that the original run of scooby-doo where are you was only like 30 episodes
3: i did not it wasn't it wasn't all that long although 30 episodes is not a bad run
0: yeah Um, you also gotta like kind of remember that like scooby-doo where are you was done by hanna-barbera and uh during the time hanna-barbera was one of the companies that animators like outside of the field kind of like looked down upon because it was very cheap and you can oh. tell, you know, mm-hmm. the, like the repeating backgrounds and stuff. But yeah, Hannah Barbera uh, was
3: very famous for doing that a lot. Yeah. If
0: well, looking back on it, though, I was going to say, looking back on it, though, uh, if you're really interested in the art of animation and seeing how things work, uh, Scooby-Doo and the other Hannah Barbera sh- series are a very good way to see how animation was kind of done back then. And I think it's really interesting to watch and look back on.
3: Because mm-hmm. I think it can basically be summed up as they would rather make several high quality backgrounds and several high quality looping animations rather than continue to make new content all the time. And that's kind of evolved in a really funny way into modern Internet animation parodies, especially Space Ghost Coast, Coast to Coast. When that first aired was really heavily based on that joking style of the old Hanna-Barbera cartoons, just endlessly repeating the same animations over and over again.
1: Uh huh. It also, also lends itself Go ahead. To to up to to correct myself slightly. The original run of Scooby-Doo Where Are You um was 25 episodes in for 1969 to 1970. And then they made a third season 8 years later. I don't know why. They t- they just they just went out of the only, for, popular, eight, for for 9 years there was only 25 episodes of the show and that's where like the entire cultural zeitgeist of Scooby Doo came from. I think that's really interesting.
2: Yeah. Mhm.
3: And uh, this is just a fun thing that I'll I'll say western animation is so interesting compared to a lot of other forms of animation because it was really just it was really just a way to deliver verbal and audible comedy with a visual element because most western cartoons were Especially at the time, based on the dialogue of the characters and the situations they found themselves in, rather than coming from the actual point of the animation. Tom and Jerry is, I think, the total opposite of that, where all the joke is purely from the slapstick visual animation.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, they don't, when they do speak, it's meant for more of a stronger joke. Like, I, I remember sitting down and re watching, like, old Looney Tunes on Boomerang. And, like, Mm -hmm. I I forgot how hilarious that series was.
3: Yeah, I mean, they were popular for a very good reason. They're all just absolutely hilarious. Scooby-Doo especially, I think, has a lot of really funny moments when it's being a little self-aware of its own tropes. Because even the original is kind of aware of the fact that it's a really stupid, goofy concept. And they make fun of it a lot. And, of course... uh,
0: My favorite instance of this, I think you can go find it on YouTube, is there's a guy dressed up like you know like a vampire dracula at like a castle and they're like you shall go away and velma just goes you stop that and it's the funniest fucking you thing stop
2: that. it's it's
0: it's like it's not even like a, oh gosh like just you know like oh you gotta shut up it's just like no it's just like it's like a it's like a mom telling the kid like no you, you gotta stop it's
3: Like shut stop. the fuck up you fucking asshole! get out of your costume you ass and that's I think um I can't remember distinctly but I think Velma and Fred and Daphne like always pretty much knew it was not a real monster Velma especially was like this is clearly some asshole just being an ass about it but um Shaggy and Scooby of course are the gullible morons who always get caught in every every problematic situation they're always in the wrong spot and always in the wrong time and they never handle it well and that's just so funny um but what I was going to say was, and this may be internet rumor stuff. I can't remember where I read this. I think it was a couple articles. But Velma, specifically because it screwed up the, it, it just doesn't feel like a Scooby-Doo show at all. Velma seems to have almost been its own show somewhere during production early, early, early on. And then they asked the creator of the show, hey, you want to take a look at our backlog of IPs and just use one of them so we can get some recognition for the show? and they settled on Scooby-Doo and Velma, but at the point in time where we are right now, they actually don't own the rights to the character Scooby-Doo to my understanding. Like, the character Scooby-Doo is somewhere in limbo, and you kind of have to have everybody agree that they're going to do something with him in order for it to work. I'm not not read up to detail on all of that, but there's seemingly some screwy corporate stuff with how Velma got made.
2: Yeah, that kind of checks out so mm-hmm. i think
0: to uh sort of help our our like guys into uh like making this scooby Doo reboot or iteration or whatever we want to do with it i think we sort of just need to agree on like the core of what scooby-doo is so like stuff that's very vague but like essential to scooby-doo and i think obviously the first thing is that uh our crew our group of pals they need to be friends they need to be homies like they are mystery solvers. They're a team. They need to work together. They can have like their differences within the series and have conflicts there too. But like at the end of the day, they're friends. I think mm-hmm. that's something we can all agree on.
3: Yeah, yeah, and that's why that they're in a van touring wherever they're going.
0: Exactly. And I think the. the... Mm-hmm. I think the other one, of course, you know, is solving mysteries uh, of of the paranormal variety. That, that, mm-hmm. Those two are the main components that I think are essential to what makes Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo. Uh, you, you, yeah. can, you guys can feel free to throw in other things that you think is essential to Scooby-Doo, but that's sort of like those two components of the team is friends, and they're buddies, and they're solving paranormal mysteries.
3: I think definitively yeah. there has to be an element of comedy to it, no matter what you do, because it's an inherently comedic premise.
0: I mean, I I don't think it needs to be like, you know, the like it can be like a subcomponent of it, like you know, for example, if we were to do like Marvel, like they can be witty and have quips, but like to me, like I feel like it, it I guess the, the the best way I could describe it is the sh- like our iteration of it can't take itself too seriously. Like, yeah,
3: it's it's got to be somewhere in the realm of of still being a a cartoon. That can I think be more family oriented. I don't think an adult only M rated Scooby Doo is an advisable idea because that comes with a lot of connotations and ideas for storylines that don't. I don't no. think they fit Scooby Doo necessarily.
0: Yeah, but uh, uh, I'm I'm going to argue that I think for the sake of just this discussion to allow things to just be kind of like I, I want to hear those to, you for know the like free
3: form. It's good to have every yeah free
0: form, but also to be like the. Hear me out, all right? I will mm-hmm. say that I don't think that we should limit the like the age rating. Like, we don't have an, a set demographic. Like, if we want to do fucking Scooby Noir, that's totally on the table. But uh-huh. I, I do agree that it should be. I think those are a good three components. I think uh, if you uh, did an M rated one,
3: you'd have to do a very good job of convincing me. Is my point? I I,
1: I can pivot into an in an opinion I have. In relation to M-rated Scooby-Doo. There have been many attempts at making M-rated Scooby-Doo's that have all been bad, or at least like mediocre. And all of them, all of them, and Matt will probably agree with me, because he likes this show too, is inferior to the Groovy Gang from Venture Brothers, which is the best parody of Scooby-Doo that's ever been done.
3: I, it's been so long since I saw much of Venture Brothers, I am embarrassed to say I can barely remember the Groovy Gang. But I'm sure, I'm certain if Venture Bros did it, it was a really funny parody. Because they always do the funniest and best parodies.
1: There was an episode of of Venture Bros with their own Scooby-Doo gang called the Groovy Gang.
3: Oh, I do only, remember this episode now, actually. I just instead of
1: it. Instead of them being a bunch of plucky teenagers, they were like in their 40s. And like I remember washed this now. Up.
3: I remember this now.
1: And f- and Fred <laughs> Fred's equivalent Ted is like Ted Bundy mis- mixed with Fred Jones, basically. <laughs> like like he's like a cult of personality, like manipulator.
3: Yeah, he's in and total control of the situation.
1: Shaggy's equivalent is like. Constantly, just like having mental breakdowns and like freaking out,
3: he's like being dragged along by the Scooby Snacks. He's like their little drug yeah. slave, I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. And the I'm and right. the dog is, the dog talks to him only and is maybe possessed by a demon. Okay,
3: which so could I, be a real yeah. thing, Venture Bros.
0: So I think that our I think that the ground rules here, if we're all going to agree on this, on our three core components of what makes Scooby do is. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there's got to be, like, at least some sense of comedy. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, whether that be just self-aware or just general comedy, like, just somewhere in it. Uh, Doesn't have to be the focus, just has to be there. Uh, We have all five of the game. Like, it has to be Fred, Daphne, Velma, Shaggy, Scooby. You cannot leave one of them out. And Uh they're all all best buddies. Yes, And the last one, Mm -hmm. the other one, is that it is... Mm It is about paranormal mysteries. Yes. So those three components are what makes Scooby-Doo to us. So I will open the floor and allow uh, anyone to, if they would like to, go first and pitch their Fanon Scooby-Doo project. If all the stars aligned, they got the funding for it, what would you do with Scooby-Doo as a property? Uh, I've I've
1: had an idea Okay, I guess I won't. No, you go first, Jacob. Sergio, do you care?
2: Uh, I mean, no. I just figured I should go first since I have the least amount of Scooby, uh, experience. So you guys can mm. guide me in, uh, my in the way of the. We Scooby can trash talk your opinion totally of artists first. <laughs> sure. You know
1: what? Go for it, buddy. Go for it, pal. Go okay. for
2: it, so- <laughs> Sergio.
1: Mhm.
2: Scooby-Doo animated because that's that's the best. That's that's honestly the best way to do Scooby-Doo. Episodic animated um series that reimagines the Scooby Gang as a ghost hunting show. That they that they're ghost hunters. Uh-huh. That that's that's their whole, that's their whole thing. They, they 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 produce and do a shitty ghost hunting show. But, the, but, but they because they go into everything expecting to go into some haunted house that's not actually haunted. And, you know, they make a bunch of shit up, but then there's actually a ghost. Uh-huh.
3: Hmm. Okay. I all think... Alright, I'm gonna trash talk it first. Because it's my idea to trash talk. I there. think that <laughs> misses the point of the fact that they're not the ones... Creating stuff, they're always discovering something that's already weird. Whenever well, they I, get somewhere, I, well, I
2: didn't, I, I, didn't necessarily mean like they, they would make like, like it's, it's, it's like, a, like if you ever seen a ghost show and they're just like, ah, and, then,
3: and they're like the, overreacted stuff.
2: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I think my, uh, my, my, I will fire back and I will say that I didn't specify how the mystery happened. I just said that they, they, like they solve a paranormal mystery. So yes. I, I, the way that I'm hearing this, Sergio, uh, is very similar to the movie Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, where basically, like we we've kind of known that, like, like for example, like in this Ghost Show, like we know that the ghost, like it's all fake, and they're like they're trying to do it for pl- uh, publicity. Maybe this is like a mini series or something, and then they stumble upon like a real ghost, and they're having to deal with it, right? Yeah.
1: Hear me out yeah, it's sort out. of
0: like the idea of like what zombie island was where it was like oh yeah this is all like fake and stuff and then they learned that like no these zombies are real
1: hear me out hear me out you know blazing saddles
0: the that like the, the that was movie? done by the same guy that did spaceballs yeah
1: yeah you know how blazing yeah. saddles is a show within a show or a show within a movie
0: yes i do
1: have it have it be like that framing work like they like the like the mystery machine gang has a sh- has a show in universe and so the framing of the show is like behind the scenes of the show and then they go to actually film the episode and then the ghosts are real like that
0: i think that would actually be a really fun sort of like take on the series because i don't think we've ever seen like uh, I don't think any Scooby Doo series has sort of done that perspective where it's a show within a show, and I think that would actually be really fun. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it does solve I, the I,
3: issue of where their money comes from.
0: Yeah, I think that would be like. I I really like the idea of like maybe this is just like a mini series of like or just like a a, a special or something of the Scooby Doo gang going and hunting. Like like a, having a ghost hunting show and then stumbling upon like actual ghosts. I feel like that's a really fun idea for a, like a just like a one off sort of Scooby story.
3: Uh huh. I agree. It's it warmed it's warmed up to me now that you guys have talked about it a bit. I like that idea yeah. quite a bit.
2: Yeah, yeah I think it, my, my... I think it just needed. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say because because my because my my whole my whole thing is like. Uh, other than I find ghost shows to be absolutely hilarious, and if you haven't seen Paranormal Hunter Ghost by Ralph Ralph the Movie Maker, I highly recommend watching that and his videos on ghost shows. But I was like, how would I update Scooby Doo for a like a more like realistic setting? What could I see them like doing? that still keeps the mystery machine. Oh, they're ghost hunters on a on a on a ghost hunting show. That or my other idea was going to be Sherlock Scooby Doo instead of during the Victorian era, where they're like. I
1: Classic think that
0: also is
2: a very fun
1: idea. Uh huh. That's a that's a pretty good pivot into my idea. All
0: right. Yeah. Lay it, lay it, lay it down so I'm gonna on pivot.
1: Sergio brings up period piece Scooby Doo. So I would like to uh to to bring to you my idea. Um, Michael, actually, it's kind of funny because you said Scooby Noir, kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, as a Scooby noir. Uh,
1: it's okay. This one's kind of cheating, but I, I idea for a show. The main character of the show is not a member of the Scooby Gang, but is a noir detective who is who is whose job is to unravel like 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 he's like a PI or a or a detective or something, and his job is to unravel like mysteries of like. Like, people attempting to murder people for their wealth or, uh like, figure out what's going on in this certain area that claims to be haunted. But every time he's, like, almost done with the case, at the very end, the Scooby-Doo gang appears and solves the mystery before he can and gets all the credit.
2: So they're a stage hazard?
1: <laughs> so they're a stage hazard. They're so- in every episode- Sometimes he works alongside them. Sometimes he doesn't.
0: The way that I'm sort of like seeing this, like before you pitched it was I was initially thinking like, okay, so basically it's like, let's take, for example, like let's take fucking Scrappy-Doo and Scrappy-Doo is this like dead ass serious noir detective. Who's actually like trying to solve a proper mystery. Uh, And it's basically like the Watson perspective to Sherlock where, like, the whole gang is Sherlock Holmes and Scrappy-Doo uh-huh. is Watson. And Scrappy is significantly more competent than the gang. Uh, my... I think the only sort of... Because I, I like the idea of it just being, like, sort of, like, Scooby-Doo is more of, like... It's not the main focus of the st- story. It's more of somebody, like, following the gang. Um, uh-huh. Or at least, you know, having them be around in the city. I think my my one issue is that if it's... Like, the same sort of answer to every mystery is the Scooby gang solves it and they do it better. Yeah. My worry is that it might get really old if it's, like, a long series. If it was, like, a special Mm -hmm. or, like, a mini-series, I could see that working really well. Like, that's that's my only hiccup that I can find in it.
3: I think my potential concern with it is it feels like you're sort of... there's not much Scooby-Doo in your Scooby-Doo show. They, it feels like they're the punchline. I mean, line. I
1: think like the individual characters can make appearances in the episodes, like throughout it, like like mm-hmm. as like it's like oh, it's just a couple of kids trying to figure it out, and then as the episode goes on, as, the, like, as it
3: goes on, he's like, God damn they they not more
1: fucking and more. kids again, God damn it.
0: Like he gets I like caught in Fred's traps. Kids.
1: Like like they're literally meddling in his in his uh in like, his case. L- in his case, and he's like, I'm trying to fucking work for a living, and you people... I, I'm not getting paid, because you keep solving the fucking mysteries.
0: I think this could work. Like, th- this might actually be the one time where, like, an adult comedy Scooby-Doo series would probably work.
1: But they're and, not involved
0: like,
3: in any of the adult in,
1: jokes. In, 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 my, yeah, yeah, like, in, in my head, like, like 80% of the show is, like, s- like, serious noir drama, like, adult. Like, he's, like, researching a murder in the house that was, like, to, to get an old woman's money and it's like the butler did it and he's trying to figure out how and then like near the end of the episode like the butler dresses up as the ghost of the woman to scare people off and then it cuts to like scooby-doo ass action with like the you know like the background like scooby-doo music Mm
2: -hmm. and it has like the vibe of an actual scooby-doo
1: cartoon yeah total tone shift and like fred shows up and he's like come on gang we gotta figure this out and the detective's like oh god damn it you've got to be fucking kidding me i
0: think that would no now that you're, you're like you're kind of like the way that i pictured it was like both of them are going to the same crime scene like one person like the, let's say our watson here like our, our focus mm-hmm. character is like a police officer like actually working on the scene trying to figure it out because we know from like the scooby-doo series that like the cops are fucking incompetent and they don't do shit so like this mm-hmm. guy's like i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this right like, I, I want to be the one that puts like that brings people to justice. And like he gets there and he sees the fucking mystery machine. He's like, oh, my fucking God, these kids again. And it's mm-hmm. just like the way that I see the series is less of like a tone shift, but more of like when it's focused on the police officer, it is completely serious. And then like once uh-huh. the gang starts seeping in, like you kind of get like it's a slow burn of like the Scooby Doo, com- like comedy of like like it, it's, it becomes more of a comedy show with the Scooby gang. Uh-huh. So, like, you could have those elements and you can keep them there, but, like, they're always interacting and butting heads, and, like, maybe there's, like, yeah. one part where, like, like the detective's, like, real close, he's like, ah, I, I like, or maybe, maybe he, like, the detective gets there, and he's, like, looking over, like, like, you know, he's going through different rooms and he comes back to like the crime scene and Fred's built like a fucking trap over where the dead body was. He's like, what the fuck? You can't be doing that. <laughs> like, I I think that if you were to if, if it were to be spun, like these people are constantly interfering with him and they're ha- wow. and he's having to deal with them because like they're like, oh, hey, gang. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing here? Oh, well, like the- we got permission from the police, like from the sheriff to, to come out and investigate. <laughs>
1: They they said there was a caveman around here, so we wanted to figure it out. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that, like, like cavemen are that fucking real. Of, are you still? Kind of
0: sort of like figure it as like instead of it being like entire like you know seventy five percent focus on this guy, it's this guy is trying to take this crime scene super seriously, and we're mm-hmm. following his perspective. But the gang is also there the entire time. So, like, you know, maybe he's, like, investigating the kitchen, and he turns around, and the fridge is just fucking empty, and Scooby's just fucking chowing down, like...
1: Uh-huh. I, like,
0: like the, I like that idea, yeah. He's
1: like, who put the fucking dog into the crime scene, and the Shaggy's like, oh, sorry, man.
0: I th- I think that'd be a fun idea, like, what? having... Hey, why is all this blood around here, man? Like, uh, and, you know, I'm, there might be some people that are like, well, uh, they're not the main characters, well... There's a difference between, like, the main character and the protagonist, We're like, uh-huh. the protagonist is our officer, we're following his perspective, but the main character mm. is the gang, so it's, like, it's still a Scooby show, but it's more from the perspective of somebody who's, like,
2: trying to do character. his damn job.
0: Yeah, it's not yeah. like a side character's perspective, he's like, I, I just want to do my job, I just want to do it right. So, I I think that could be a really fun way, and, like, even if it's, like, not an adult comedy, you can find ways to, sort of, Not Mm -hmm. have like dead bodies and blood and murder and stuff. So, no, I'm I'm down for this. I I think this would be cool.
1: Uh huh. Mm Hmm. I don't know. I just I really like the like the the framing of like it's like black and white and it's raining in the background. The the detectives like monologuing and he's like,
3: she died eight days ago.
1: Coldville's one shithole of a city. Six murders in a week. Only one M O. That people see a diving suit around every murder before it happens. Every everything I look down turns out a dry lead. I'm at the end of my rope and I can't figure it out. And he's like I'm heading to the museum for some clues, see what I can find and he walks into the uh to the museum. Oh, lost it oh we lost connection oh. for a second. Everybody good? I'm yeah, I'm good. Okay. Good. And then like he, he like he like walks into the museum and it's just like Fred's standing over a, like someone tied their feet tied to a rope, like flipped upside down, and Fred's like, We finally figured it out, gang. It was the museum <laughs> owner the whole time and then the, the detective's like <gasps> <forgive me?" laughs> I
0: I think uh like that would be like the perfect introduction to the series. It's just like that's how you get introduced to like the entire pr- premise is just mm-hmm. you know like dead serious and then he walks it and the gang is right there like that's yeah. it that I, I'm 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 a big sell on this like especially if it's like a like in a comedy series and it's not taking itself seriously whatsoever but you have this character who's trying their damnness to be in a different
2: show I, I think, think
3: once... go ahead Sergio and I'll, I'll talk.
2: Uh, I say I I I I think that the best way to go about, uh, to, you know, to to keep things from getting stale is is that the the main thing should be is that the the reason why the Scooby Gang is just more effective is that they think of things like kids would rather than like adults would, um, because uh like like little history lesson here when we would try to like crack like like codes for World War II we would send it to like people who are really good at crossword puzzles or people who are really good at just solving like just different things because you needed everybody to come at the problem with various angles who are all good at solving ciphers and puzzles and stuff like that. So you have the the main thing of like, you know, he's an adult serious detective who doesn't think about like dumb things that like a, a kid would like that would pop in. Like, you know, they're more imaginative than he, he is, is, you know what I'm trying to get to.
3: I would also suggest as part of it, that comedically it very rarely winds up being actually a grim dark serious conclusion like people are hiring him to investigate things where they're like i think he's murdering people or they think somebody's having a super intense sexual affair but then the scooby-doo gang comes around and it's like no he was just like embezzling money to go buy puppies or something
0: and I would have adopted so many fucking puppies if it weren't for you meddling kids. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that having it like even if it like the way I view it is more of like a, it's more of like a TV special like the like the segments like best way I can describe it is like you know that like, uh, the Adam Driver like uh, undercover boss segment from SNL, like
3: oh I love I that I feel like
0: like love <laughs> that clip the, so much like the the shortest the series could be is like a TV special that's like, you know, just like a one episode sort of thing, but if you were to stretch it out, I feel like a mini series would be like the best way to do it or maybe like a, if it was a full series, you could have him like slowly begin to like realize like, you know, maybe having a different perspective is really, you know, really helpful because like I didn't see like I I didn't see how like this um like how the how the culprit laid down these traps because I didn't have somebody who was like I'm not experienced with trap making like Fred is or I don't know, like you know, these intense chemicals, or like I guess fashion sense, or like how a costume was designed, or I don't
1: know how what to food eat he ate.
3: copious amounts of food.
1: Yeah, like, I like, I like the idea. I, mean, I like the idea that the only person of the Scooby Gang that he would go to for any advice is Shaggy. <laughs> I, mean, I I think that'd be funny. <laughs> Maybe he thinks like he has, I
0: think
3: the, he, I think
1: that he probably murdered him. What if, like he, what if he, he just he, has like a, like one episode, he just has like a really like genuine one-on-one with Shaggy, and Shaggy's like, we don't mean to be taking your jobs, man. <laughs> We're just really passionate about the town. And he's like, oh, I never thought of it like that. <laughs> yeah,
0: man, we really like that ice cream place.
3: <laughs> what if he thinks Shaggy's the leader of the whole group? Like, he somehow oh, yeah, convinces he's like, himself he's like, that Shaggy he's is like, a He's like, oh, he's like,
1: it's like the only fucking reasonable person in this group, and it's just like Shaggy's eating a sandwich.
3: He's <laughs> scarfing down Scooby snacks.
0: <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I, I'm down for I'm down
0: for this. I'm down for that.
3: All right, all right, Michael, you want to go next, or should I go next?
0: Uh, well, let's do a coin flip. I'll, I'll ask I'll ask Google to do a coin flip. Um, okay, I go heads. You want he- your own heads? Alright, I will flip the coin then. Go. Landed on heads, so you get to go first.
3: Alright. My idea is somewhat inspired by Mystery Incorporated, but what if you create a semi-reboot, semi-spiritual successor series to Scooby-Doo, set many years after the original quote-unquote run of the gang with a bunch of other miscreant meddling teens who are extremely interested in all the stories that the Scooby-Doo gang was involved in, or at least there's one guy who drags along his friends to get involved with it. And during that process, they wind up accidentally just being another Scooby-Doo gang. And then near the end of the, the series, you'll have some, uh, some snippets of the original characters come back. The idea is it's sort of a, an Infinity Train style thing where they accidentally stumble into stuff that's a lot more serious than they were planning on getting involved in because the original gang was involved in some pretty serious stuff near the end of their uh, the tenure as the Mystery Incorporated gang. Right. I, ten- I, can't, uh, uh, I can't think of how you would end it, but I want something more Mystery Incorporated style.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, uh, I was... I my also my idea was also Mystery Incorporated style, so like I, I get that. Uh, I think the tricky part is that the way that Mystery Incorporated ended was that it transitioned into like the the normal Scooby Doo series. Like at least that's what I kind of got from the series was that like the mm-hmm. original run of Scooby Doo was like post the end of Mystery Incorporated, uh, uh-huh. but. I think that they're. I think having it be basically like instead of it being about Scooby Doo, it's like like it's just called Mystery Inc. And yes. like we we initially follow like the Scooby Gang, and like next season we get a different gang, and we like it's an anthology series of different mystery solving teams.
3: Yeah, I was almost I was almost wondering if you could do like a, a multimedia style piece for for Scooby Doo where you just have a bunch of a bunch of kids randomly coming on and maybe a rotating gang, lots of different characters.
0: I mean. uh... Like, Scooby-Doo had, uh, like, a lot of other, like, Hanna-Barbera had a lot of other mystery-solving squads, like Jammerjaw. It was a
1: weird theme going around.
0: There was, but I feel it's like if you were Scooby-Doo
1: to... because re- Scooby-Doo did really good, so instead of making more Scooby-Doo, they spent eight years making, like,
0: other different Scoobies.
1: Scooby-Doo gangs. They're just off-brand Scooby-Doo.
0: I think if you were to do like that and base like the multimedia idea is like it's a, like the massive crossover is that like every single mystery gang that Hanna Barbera created exists in this universe. So like you're having them cross path, with jammer jaw mm. and like, you know, the caveman, like you, you meet mm. the other sort of gangs and they like come and go as they please. Like, I feel like that would probably be the best way to go about it because no, the tricky be really part fun. with the tricky part with having it be like a iterative sequel, of like an old series, like like if you're doing like a a sequel to where are like Scooby Doo, where are you? People will have to be at least a little familiar with the stories that happened in Where Are You, even though it's not really important about the I mean, story. Kinda,
3: but the same was true of Mystery Incorporated, where they referenced a lot of old stuff.
0: That is true, yeah. But I think I do think that having the having it be sort of like remiss because Mystery Incorporated had a lot of crossover with other Scooby Doo properties. Yeah, um, like Vincent van Gogh and uh, like that, like a lot of the costumes in the museum. Like, yeah, I th- I think having it be like sort of a like a, a reboot that doesn't fully focus on the gang and they cross paths with other mystery solving gangs and they come and go and other characters come and go and old characters come in and they go as well. Like, I think that would be kind of neat. I I mean, I'm down for a, like more of what Mystery Incorporated had uh uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah,
3: that's my thought. Not too complicated. Right.
0: Okay, well, all right, Here, here's my pitch, because there's one thing I know nowadays is that there are a lot of great mystery-solving shows out or very, like, supernatural series out there right now. So here is my pitch. My pitch is very Mystery Incorporated-inspired, um, but it won't be as cosmic and, and like, it won't be too supernatural compared to what we had in the later seasons of Mystery Incorporated. I want you to think like season one of Mystery Incorporated, where it's like kids stumbling upon like this mystery within like the town or something, and it slowly snowballs into something bigger that is way bigger than them. So. The way that I see it is basically, like, another timepiece. Basically, I want you to think of, like, if you took, like, a more... I wouldn't say a more realistic approach, but more of a... Like, a slightly more grounded approach to
2: Scooby-Doo.
0: Like, basically, like, the gangs in high school, they're doing normal kid stuff. Like, they're already a group... Like, they're already friends and buddies. And then one night as like shaggy is going home he runs across this dog and he takes him in because he's a good man he loves his homies and the dog looks start like he looks hungry so he he brings him in and all that stuff and this kick starts into something that's very similar i would say similar-ish to stranger things basically scooby-doo meets stranger things where the gang is not solving something crazy supernatural like a god or they're like you know, they're like paragons or something like that, reincarnations or whatever, like Mystery Incorporated had in its later seasons. It's more of these just normal kids stumbling upon something way bigger than they are, and they want to they want to solve it because it's it's different. And I think there there definitely is gonna be some like paranormal aspects to it. You know, maybe some monsters that are that would be real because I think that's kind of important is those monsters, like, the monsters will be real, like, that like maybe the diving suit is, like, an, an like, it's an actual animated diving suit, there's not someone inside of it, it's just an animated diving suit, and they're trying to, like, sever its connection to uh, whatever is powering it, like, we could have ghosts and shit in there, just, like, the way that I want this sort of series to be is like, darker in tone, it is Mystery Incorporated inspired, it's got, I would say it's got probably, like, a very similar art style to Mystery Incorporated, because I really like that art style, but it is Scooby-Doo in a bit more of a grounded setting, a little bit more of a serious edge to it, and I want it, I also want it to take place in the 80s, I think having it be another timepiece is kind of nice, Uh, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be the 80s, it could be, you know, the 70s, just it's gotta be it's got to feel right within like the sort of weird scope of just kids being way over their heads about something that's just out of the ordinary. I don't know where like the ending would go, but I think that like, cause I really like the the first season of uh, Scooby-Doo mystery incorporated before it ramped up to something entirely different and kind of stupid in my opinion, but it's just kids solving this crazy mystery that goes long over for the entire series. And I, I think that, it, like, the target demographic would not be adults. It'd be more of, like, teenagers, roughly. Like, sort of that young adult audience. But still enough to be, like, family-friendly.
3: Hmm. Whoa. Hmm. Yeah, I could get behind that.
0: Like, it wouldn't be, like, crazy or anything. Like, it would just be, like... Something that's very, like, if you were to tell somebody this, they would be like, oh, okay, so Stranger Things and Scooby-Doo. Like, I mean, that's that's kind of the best way I can describe I it, is Stranger Things and Scooby-Doo. Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, Stranger Things does what it does really well. But again, I really like the first season of Stranger Things, and that's it. And I like the first season of Mystery Incorporated a lot, even if I like, part, like the second season. But it's those two match together into this different scooby flavor that's still very like it's still comedic and aware of itself but it's also got that paranormal edge and i of course i want it to be episodic i want it to be a story from beginning to end that you have like that is i guess binge worthy would probably be like it's it's a full arc full story arc Uh
3: huh. Mm-hmm. hmm how uh, how dark would it get? Do you think Would they start uh, looking into a whole bunch of murders?
0: No, I, I think the I think like there, there's definitely gonna be horror elements, and I do think that I think death should be on the table. Like death, death is fine in like in in this world. Like it's like there's gotta be like dangers, whether it be off screen or something. Like an adult beats it or something. Like the like the monsters are gonna be real, but. I don't want it to be crazy dark. I want it to be like just just enough of a horror like tension edge that there are stakes involved. Mm-hmm. And mm. like when it gets to those horror elements, I really want it to punch it. I want it to be spooky. I want it to like I want it to be tense. So I, I think that the it, it it should be like a proper series that. I am trying to feel like the like the right level of like darkness cuz I don't want it to be like a horror movie but it does need horror elements but mm-hmm. I, I like I I guess the the thing is like you know how how dark do you go there's no gore uh I think that like there if there is blood it's minimal or if like a character dies it's off screen or something like that Uh-huh
3: Okay.
1: Yeah, that would be that would be my Scooby pitch. I would watch
0: it. I would watch it. That sounds cool.
1: Yeah, I think all of our ideas have sounded cool. I think they all sound interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that the best kind of story is one that's made for the person that's sort of pitching it. And if other people want to listen to it, then
3: the that's
0: even better. So yeah, I think that's a, I think now is a good time to maybe give each of our series a name. We gotta all have a name to our sort of pitch. So we got Scooby-Doo Ghost Hunting, uh, we got, you know, uh, Mystery Incorporated, we got the, the, the paranormal, like the, the investigator and the gang and like whatever I got, Stranger dues or whatever, but like what, what we need, I think each of them need a proper name so we could like seal the package entirely for this pitch. So I mm. think it only makes sense that we start with Sergio and we go all the way back to, to me. All right. What's real Scooby-Doo? I like that. So it's a, it's a it's a play on the uh like you know our what's new Scooby-Doo. What's new
1: Scooby-Doo?
0: Yeah, so I I'm a fan of What's Real Scooby-Doo. Oh. Jake, what, what would mine, you name your series?
1: I think mine would be my mine would probably. I keep stuttering today. I don't know why. Mine would probably just. I think I would call it PI. Just, just PI, because I. I think I think the idea of just having the character be a private investigator, not a police officer, because the police are incompetent in Scooby Doo world.
3: Well, yes, of course.
1: So he like just PI.
0: Okay. PI. Yep.
1: I would call
3: mine Scooby Doo Mysteries anew.
0: Mysteries anew.
3: Mysteries anew.
0: Okay. I like that. I like that too. I think we all have some pretty good names. Uh, I think mine would probably be uh, Scooby Doo Classified. I like that. Just something simple. But yeah, I think I, I think we all have some really fun pitches we're geniuses. for a different. Yeah, we're geniuses. HBO we're fucking geniuses. HBO Max. Give yeah, give us money. Or, you know, if you steal our ideas, we will sue you.
3: Yeah, we'll come after you. We'll cite this podcast and we'll cite it by going to our link tree and finding it in our unending dearth of new episodes that we keep making for some reason.
1: Yes. Yes. We just can't stop. Just can't Can't stop. 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 Just can't stop.
0: We got our boners out in public. Let me tell you.
1: I I do not. I I don't.
0: I don't actually. I don't.
3: I can't condone that.
0: Okay. <laughs> any any final remarks?
1: No. Mm, no. Nope.
0: Well Not uh, really. In that case, uh if, if if we do end up having our ideas stolen and we do press charges, I really hope that the end they say I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling faniners.
3: Damn.
0: We need a dog though. We need we need we need a dog for them to also insult so we can let the dog just fucking go sicko mode on them.
3: Would Nick be the dog? Except in, <laughs> him running away from the monsters. Nick he looked at me Nick
1: has that dog in him.
3: <laughs> Nick does have that dog in him.
0: Alright, yeah. Uh, it would have gotten away with it too if you weren't for your meddling faners and your special guest.
3: Meddling Ths and your war crime inducing, terrifying <laughs> stage <entity>. hazard <laughs> your stage hazard of a friend.
0: Okay, well, with that being said, I hope you all enjoyed this. If you did enjoy this, make sure that you follow us on whatever podcast listening platform you are listening to, or if you're listening to this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, rate us five stars, do whatever comment, get those interactions up. And if you have a franchise that you want to see us create iterations of, let us know on Twitter with uh, at S-Y-T-Y-C-Fanon on twitter.coms, all that stuff. Make sure that you let us know some of the stuff that you want to see us do in the future. So that was a, a sort of new idea of uh, how we Fannon. I hope you all enjoyed this. And uh, as always, I will consider
2: loving you. I love you.
1: I love them today. I'm ambivalent towards them.